laughing. Okay. Did y'all hear me? Oh, we mm -hmm. went a little over the the um, seven minutes after. I didn't want to cut off that God is keeping me. So um, Pam Price, did you see my text? My chat? Can you unmute and open us up in prayer? I didn't see your text. Okay, so yeah. Will you open us up? Yes. Heavenly Father, as we come starting off a new year, please watch over all of us. Give us the strength to go on, to do what we need to do. Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless each and every last one of our families, all of our friends. Heavenly Father, we ask that you look over all the bitterness that has been going on, that you see to it that we all go down the right road. Heavenly Father, and all these blessings I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that prayer. Um, welcome to a centralized moment. 2020, goodbye, goodbye, 2020. Welcome 2021. It has got to be a better year. And we're thanking God and blessing God and looking forward to a new year. This week's title is um, Beginning of a New Era. Woo. That, that was just a mouthful for me. Beginning of a New Era. A new start. Last year, as I began to launch a centralized moment, the focus is you. I had no idea where God was leading me with this podcast. And as I studied the word and became better acquainted with God, I gained a great deal of knowledge and respect for God's words, God's mercies, and God's glories as God presented new mercies each day as I dealt with the unknowns of COVID-19, the unknowns of the election, the unknowns of everything that we dealt with in 2020. Little did I know that I would still be here today pro proclaiming God's word, teaching God's word, and steering my life towards God's glory and God's eternal home. Our church school lesson this morning was called to proclaim. And that just set another um, burning desire in my, in my spirit to bring this message tonight. In 2 Corinthians, Paul paints a picture of the glorious home that is waiting for all who believe our heavenly dwelling. 14 years before Paul penned this letter, he was caught out with Christ into paradise. And in our text today, he gives the Corinthians a glimpse of what he experienced in the midst of the present reality. First, Paul acknowledges the suffering groaning and brokenness that exists in our world. And have we not seen a whole lot of suffering, a whole lot of groaning and a whole lot of brokenness in 2020. So we're looking for a new start. <laughs> so he does not deny it, overlook it, overlook it or explain it away. Rather, he embraces the fallenness of humanity and recognizes 
that God has something much better in store for us. So how many of you believe that? How many of you believe that? So like I said, this past year stretched and challenged us. It taught us a lot about ourselves. It taught us a lot about one another and it taught us a lot about God. And it also displayed perhaps more clearly than ever the depravity of our world and the utter need for the ultimate healer, rescuer and peacemaker, our Lord, Jesus Christ. It is not guaranteed that this year will be easier, but we can rest assured that he has made us for this very purpose. What awaits is something brand new and he will be with us all the way home. The new year offers each of us a fresh new start. Probably more than ever, you are looking for something new. So allow the Lord to show you which areas of your life need a new beginning and choose to begin each day in his word. So I want each of you to utter this prayer with me as we begin. Father, as we enter a new year, we thank you that you have chosen to place us at this specific point in history, and we take comfort in your care, wisdom, and loving kindness. And for such a time as this, we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. Fresh new start. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. How many times did we talk about that last year? Psalms 55, 22. We should not look back unless, unless it is to drive useful lessons from past errors and for the purpose of profiting by daily bought experience. George Washington. Father, there's just so much in this life that hurts and is hard. We do not want to accept the way things are. We want things to go back to the way they were. Help us, Father, to accept the things we can't change. Help us to realize that people make choices that we have no control over, even when they affect our lives. But you are our loving Father, and even if we find ourselves at places that are not of our choosing, you still make a way. You still have a good plan for us. And even though we are on a different path than what we pictured for ourselves, it will lead to something good. Because you promised, Lord, even in death and loss and disease and heartache, you are still good and you will never leave us or forsake us. Powerful words. And so I ran across this, this one and it's a workplace prayer for those of you who are still working, you know, coming into the 2021 year, we know there are gonna be a lot of challenges, a lot of things going on. This workplace prayer is for you. Lord, thank you for creating me and giving me the abilities I need to work. Help me remember that I'm really working for you. When I need to stand up for you and the truth, give me the courage I need. 
lift up my coworkers who need prayer and use me to build them up. Let me listen intently to your voice and let all that I do glorify you. Colossians, third chapter, 17th verse. I'm gonna skip this on you, I need this. And this one says, hypocrite, first get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Things we gotta put behind us, leave all that stuff in 2020 behind us and venture into the beginning of a new era into 2021. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. The moment you ask for forgiveness, God forgave you. Now do your part and leave the guilt behind. So guess what? From my mother's womb, you have chosen me. 2021, we've walked through into 2021. So this is a prayer for those of you who are looking for employment. God, today we pray for all those who are looking for a job. Guide them to the company you have for them. Grant them favor with employers and fill them with patience and wisdom as they search. Provide every need as they wait on you. In Jesus' name, amen. I was talking to Cassandra today, and we, I said, we're going to do a new task for you. I want, I want everybody to, as you look at these slides and we go through these slides, and if you see a scripture that just pinch your, your, your side, I want you to write that scripture down. I want you to begin anew. Use that picture to start your vision board for 2021. Use that scripture to start your, vi your vision board for 2021. And if it's not a scripture that's on here, if you have a scripture, I want you to think about what that scripture is that you wanna be able to walk into 2021 and accomplish. I want you to start a vision board. And then next week when we come back, I'm gonna have a couple of you just tell me what your scripture was, what how it led you through the week, how it kept you through the week. And if you listen to that song and say, God kept me and all the things that we go through and all the things that we experience, God is keeping me, God is keeping me. And if you believe that and trust that, I said, Cassandra and I said, you know, we are here as facilitators, but I know a lot of you got a lot of stuff in, in, in your diaries, in your diaries. So I want, each of you to start a vision board. Start a vision board and see how you could increase your knowledge, how you could strengthen your spirit, strengthen your life, strengthen your desires to know more about God and to, you know, just blend right in with him. Y'all can do that for me. I want to add something if I can, Karen. Go ahead. And also, it's a way for us to begin this new era of allowing you to process things out of your life. So with this, when we sit down and we make the vision board, you see the things that you want to become. And you will begin to see that through the word of God, as we stand on the word, those things become a part of who we are. So if you begin to write down, I can do all things through Christ, 
who strengthens me and you begin to look at your problem, you begin to realize, wait a minute, I got the strength to handle this. So that vision board, that journal is a guide to remind you that if you stand on the word, we're not talking about the things in the world, but we're talking about the word of God, it will help you create that new era that you're going to. The, the, the hope and the prayer is, is that all the pain of 2020 stays there. All the destruction of 2020 stay in 2020. We're now in 2021. When we walk out the door, when we get the okay to leave our homes and to walk back into um, life as we know it, we're going to have some challenges out there that we need to be ready for. We need to be ready for them. Thank you so much for that, Cassandra. Okay, and well, what was called the blessed hope of the Bible is that one day Jesus Christ would come back again, start a whole new era, that this world order that we know it would change into something that would be wonderful that we call the millennium. And I know a few years ago, they started talking about the millennium and how it came on and came about, but we're, we're still moving. <laughs> we're still moving. And, and this scripture just stood out, says that God, Jesus Christ would come back again and start a whole new era. He, he's coming. Yes, he is. We got to be ready. <laughs> he is coming. And so if you don't understand, if you don't think he's coming, keep on standing still. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Who, who thought that we would see anything like this? A COVID-19 vaccination record vaccination record card so guess what it's coming mm -hmm. it's coming we we're gonna have to make the decision make the choice are we gonna take it or are we not gonna take it mm -hmm. you know i hear some people saying i'm not taking no vaccination you know i guess with me because i did so many years in the military we're guinea pigs whatever they told us we had to take whatever kind of shots they told us we had to take we had to take it anthrax mm -hmm. um so I, i'm not i'm not fearing a COVID-19 shot. If it's offered to me, I'm taking it. You know, I can't tell nobody else what to do, but, <laughs> you know, think about it. If it's there, got to protect yourselves. Okay, after death, the Bible continues. So we know God is coming. Mm -hmm. This is a busy, a busy slide, and it talks about all the names that we call Jesus, all the things that we call him and erase that guilt. If you got any guilt in your heart and in your spirit, erase it. Mm -hmm. you know, one time we used to make, um, what do you call those things? Um, a new year resolution and how many times we live by it. We make them, get to the point now, I don't even think about trying to make a new year's resolution. Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm trying to deal with the day, mm -hmm. one day at a time and just, Go with that. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Okay, so this one says, repentance only works if there's a tomorrow. And we were talking earlier, tomorrow is not promised to anyone. The procrastination of faith is faith not experienced if tomorrow never comes. Mm -hmm. think about that one that's, right. that, that's something to really think about and I, Karen and I were talking earlier about um, having faith 
trusting that faith, stepping out on the word according to your faith. You know, you, you, you got to believe it. You got to know that he's going to do it. And, and sometimes we, we say we have faith, but we don't exercise it or we, we procrastinate with it. Step out on it. Trust God. I like this one, Karen. Go back. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. <laughs> a new thing. How many of you want, how many of you need a new thing in your life? How, how many, how many of you, you need something new? You, you feel like you're stagnant. You feel like you're stale. You want something new. Just think about that. You can revive yourself uh, through Christ. Get a new thing in your life. Something gives you joy. Something that, that make you want to wake up in the morning. For me, that's Christ. But a new thing. Stare at that gift. It's a wonderful thing. New life, new relationship. Yes. A new job, a new love. <laughs> new, new vision. Hope. Yeah, new opportunities. Some of those, some of us right here on this very call, God has blessed you to have great ideals and you never stepped on those new ideals to do something. Some of you have retired from one job so that God can get you to do something else and you just sit on it. But now is the time you can, you can strike out on something new that has been in your spirit that God has been keep bringing to you. Every year he keeps bringing this idea to you. Step out on it and see what, what God has for you. Enough. <laughs> you got Jesus, it. God never fails. It never fails. The right. just shall live by faith. Hmm. By faith. Just like Cassandra was saying, you snooze, you lose. Mm hmm. <laughs> you sitting on it. Mm -hmm. the life. You ever, you ever saw somebody come up with an idea and you said, oh my goodness, I thought of that 10 years ago. I thought of that five years ago, but you didn't act on it. You didn't act on it. This year, vow to yourself that you're going to act on some of those gifts that God is, is giving you. Mm -hmm. This enemy trying to destroy the word. <laughs> And the dagger <laughs> right through you. Enemy mm -hmm. trying to, to put that dagger in your back. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this one, what does this mean to you? Okay, I, I saw a lot of meanings behind this, you know. I like this. Where you had it. Mm-hmm. An open road going nowhere. Mm -hmm. Well, you had it. <laughs> you got grass green on both sides. Y'all see that? The narrow road and what's before you. What's before you? What are you walking toward? Trying to get to that cross. Trying to get there. Mm -hmm.
So, you know, I just want you guys to see some of these scriptures and think about one that, that really pierces your heart. And I hope pin that one real quick, Karen. Go back. Mm -mm, go back. Forward. Go forward. Next one. Next one. This one. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. And, and I, I wanted you to just kind of pin that before because sometimes you remember you saw that um, the one she had with the guilt and the eraser. Those go kind of go together. You see where I'm going with that? Because sometimes we fall, but we don't want to stay there. But one of the main things that keep us in a really, really bad condition is guilt or feeling as if we can't be forgiven or feeling as if um, we can't get up from that particular, whatever it is, whatever your vice may have been that caused you to maybe fall. But I wanna remind you that you can get up. Don't stay down, get up. You know, we, we, we can't stay in that condition because the longer you stay down, the better it feels. You gotta get up, gotta keep it moving. Cause the last will be first. Uh. And the first. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this is, this is one that, you know, opened up to me a letter from heaven and um, this is no, I know we experienced a lot of grief last 2020. And when I ran across this one, it says a letter from heaven, perhaps you aren't ready yet to have to say goodbye. Perhaps you thought of things you wish you had said. Well, so have I. But one thing I have told you not to worry about me. I am with the Lord in heaven now. You knew that's where I'd be. I'm sorry if you're feeling sad. I'm so happy now. I've asked the Lord to heal the hurt and comfort you somehow. It's hard at the beginning. I'll, I know you'll make it through. I hope it helps to know I'll be waiting here for you. Mm. No, and it's hard and mm. we know, but God wants us to, you know, pick up the pieces, try to move forward. Um, memories will always be there. But we, you have to focus on the road ahead. Yeah, and that one is for me this week. Um, my son's father passed on New Year's Day. Oh no! Through that, that's the message that he wants to leave with us. Oh. Amen. God, won't he do it? I, when she was reading that, I, I, I went back to what my old pastor used to say all the time. 
um, earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. And sometimes we, when we're young, you don't understand it. But I think as we were talking, I think Allison or somebody was saying, as you live by and by, you begin to see those things come to reality and the power of the word of God that gives you strength. You begin to feel the, the power that's in the words, just in the word. And, you know, I say, you know, I always say, you know, when we used to hear people say, you'll understand it better by and by. And I think I've said before that we are living in the by and by times right now. Uh. <laughs> Whether we realize it or not, we are living in those by and by times that exactly. our parents and our grandparents talked to us about it. And, you know, when I used to hear, you understand it better by and by, and I'm like, what does that mean? But the older I got and the more... I experienced and the things that I saw happening helped me to understand what my grandmother and my mother used to say. You'll mm -hmm. understand it better by and by. My grandmother used to say, live a while. <laughs> Same thing, you know, yeah. she would just say, baby, if you just live a while, mom, what that mean? If you live long enough, you're gonna see some things, you're gonna go through some things. Um, things are going to happen to you and you're going to be a part of things that happen to others, but live and learn from all of those things. And these are just some scriptures to guide you. Um, I'm not going to read them. I'll leave it up for a few seconds. If you read um, just some things to guide you and some things to give you some thought about, you know, the beginning of a new era and some of the things that guide you from day to day that you need. Mm -hmm. I love Psalm 27. I love that too. That's my song. <laughs> That's my song. Hmm. <laughs> Shall I? Mm -hmm. Who's that? Call that so I know what your vision board is going to start off. <laughs> I'm, I was just thinking, Karen, about the movie, um, The War Room, when you said vision board just now, for some reason that popped up, it kind of popped up in my head, um, that movie in The War Room where the young lady created a space where her and God could get together. And also it was a space where the word of God uh, manifest itself to show her that it has power um, and that vision board that you're talking about we're not talking about getting a million dollars vision board <laughs> we're talking about a spiritual vision board that is going to help us throughout this next 12 months to to watch and and be a part of watching each other's process and progress that we go through. This is how we encourage one another. Because see, if I see God do it for Karen, I know he'll do it for me. If I see him do it for Allison, Allison, he's going to do the same thing for me. The Bible says that he's of no what? Perspective of person. 
what he did for you, he'll do it for me. And it's going to help us to grow in faith um, and also to, to, to band us together. That's good, you know, and just like Sandra was saying, and we, we've learned in these last, the past, what, nine, 10 months that we've been coming together that everybody has a testimony. Yes. And each person's testimony could help somebody else. So that's why we want you to be able to um, share your successes, share your testimonies, and share where God has brought you from and what he has brought you through and what he has brought you to. Mm -hmm. And your testimony may be able to help somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, because testimony is a powerful thing. And, but you can't, you know, you, you cannot be um, ashamed to share your testimony because God said, if you, you deny me and you don't want to, you know, tell of my glories and give me the honor, give me the praise, you got to speak it out. You got to speak it out. So that's why um, we wanted you to, you know, prepare yourselves, you know, come on and not. Y'all don't want to hear me talking all the time. <laughs> and you don't want to hear Cassandra talking all the time. We want, we want you to share, you know, some of your testimonies and some of your stories on how God has moved in your life. And, and, and you never know, somebody else will benefit from that testimony. Somebody else will benefit from that testimony. Because I promise you this, what you thought was almost going to kill you or make you down. Somebody else can tell you, baby, when you get on the other side, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I was telling Karen today, as a, uh, I, I, I'm through, I'm through waking up in the middle of the night stressed out. I'm through waking up heart racing. I, I'm through it. I'm finished with that. That that's gonna stay in 2020. I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in 2021. I'm going to rest because if God is handling the problem, why am I worrying? The two things don't go together. <laughs> if he got it, I'm going to go to sleep. He ain't going to sleep anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. You say Jeremiah 29, 11, that, that scripture has been popping out all year, y'all. Yes. <laughs> it's been popping out all year. All year. Every, every topic that we've had, you could bet Jeremiah 29, 11 was in there somewhere. For mm -hmm. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Listen at that, Karen. He says hope and, add something to it, a future. Because mm -hmm. see, sometimes we don't think we're going to make it through what we're going through. But you have a future. Yeah. He's given you that. And the hope that he's given to you is that you know that it's for your good. So you don't have to be living in lack, want. Those things don't, mm -mm. some of us, you don't know how your bills getting paid, but they're getting paid. You might have to move some things around, but guess what? They're getting paid. 
you, you, you know, people's, you still have your jobs when other folks have lost their jobs. I saw on the news where this high executive um, guy lost his job and now him and his family are, um, they're struggling because he didn't, he didn't take this in consideration. But those of us that believe in God, we already have our assurance because he promised that he will supply our every need. He promises that he's going to take care of us. We don't have to stress out about those things. He's promised to give us what we need when we need it. This is a, a New Testament chronological reading plan. And um, what um, Cassandra and I are working on, we're working on a 12 month calendar mm -hmm. with scriptures for 365 days of the year. And with that calendar, we, will, we are going to provide a journal book for you to journal Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or just add something on that day or something that comes into your spirit. Um, the plan was to have it by January, but it looks like it will be around the end of January, the first of February. So, you know, how many of you would be interested in, in getting it? And we're going we're gonna put it together and all of these nice slides that our graphic artist has done. We will have a slide for each month mm -hmm. along with scriptures for each month, along with the journal to the journal and make notes. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, think about that, um, more to come on that. Um, and I thought, I thought this was really nice. It's mm -hmm. called emergency contact numbers. So when you are searching for the purpose of life, you read Moses, first chapter, 39th verse. When it feels impossible, Deuteronomy, Chronicles, chapter, 82nd verse. And it says, these scriptures are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no Wi-Fi necessary, and no signal required. So it's available. All you have to do is utilize it. And, and when we think about, you know, the coronavirus and how things have happened this year and gone through this year, it is a reason and a purpose why God shut us down. <laughs> the reason. He, he shut us down for a reason. So that we could focus on the word. So that we could study the word, so that we could dwell into his word. So I don't know, you know, how many of you have a story that you want to tell? How many of you have a testimony that you want to share? Because this is the year of the new era, beginning a new era for each of you to give a testimony to change something in your life, change the way, you know, God gave us the opportunity these last, how long has it been, about nine, 10 months, seem like 12 months, to just focus. <laughs> and if you have been wasting time and playing around and not taking advantage of this, you missing it, you missing it. 
you missing it. So I, I'm gonna open it up. Go ahead, Cassandra, you got something you wanna say. And then we're gonna open it up and get some thoughts. So for me, just being transparent here for a moment among my fellow counselors, um, for me, I had to learn who Cassandra was in these nine. I didn't realize how much I didn't know about myself. Um, as y'all know, I lost my husband in 2018. And when you are conjoined with someone, you know, you, you become one. But when you lose that other half, um, when you lose your best friend and you're figuring out, okay, where does life begin from here? What do I do next? And then I realized that a lot of myself I put in my marriage, in my family, in my children. And I realized that for the past 20 years, I've been operating in somebody else's life and not even my own. And that may sound weird, but then I realized that, oh, I do, I like doing certain things. I, I'm, I'm learning who Cassandra really is. And I'm getting back to that essence of who I am. Um, and I love me. Getting back to loving on myself. When I want to sleep late, I sleep late. Taking my bubble baths. Those things might not sound important to other people, but not having a little person knocking on the door, mommy, 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 mommy. I can sit in my tub and relax. I can do some me time. I've, I've been able to lay in my bed with my chocolate and read a book, something I haven't done in so long because I've always had to be somewhere doing something for somebody other than me. And so I've fallen in love with Cassandra again, and it feels good. So these nine months with me getting back intimate with myself and having an intimate relationship with God, and now I feel his presence more than ever before. Um, I, I feel him all around me more than ever before. And you can be working in the church. You can be doing all these things you think you're doing so much for God, but do you feel him around you? Can you send him with you? You might be doing good works, but he might not be nowhere around. Think about that. Make sure that that relationship with him and with yourself comes together. Yes. That's what it has done for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any any comments from anybody? Just unmute yourself and have something. Uh, this is Martha. Um, I too uh, say um, I've learned to pamper myself and and take care of me. Uh, this is a new year, a new beginning. And I'm just putting all of my hope, all of my trust and all of my faith in him because I know who I belong to. So, uh, and I just thank God for the love that he has for me and how he uh, gave me that love. And I'm able to pass it on to somebody else because sometimes you never know 
just little things that mean a lot, you know, just a card or a kind word or just to pick up the phone and said, I didn't call for anything. I just called because I wanted you to know I was thinking of you and I and I love you and we need that. And um, I want to thank you, Cassandra and Karen, because I could just see all of that love that blossoms from the two of you that have blossomed off on me. And I thank you for that. And I thank God for uh, such a time as this decentralized moment where we could come together as sisters because we are our sisters keepers. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for this uh, program and for this forum on Sunday. I mean, I'm getting better at getting on. I, I mean, I just can't wait to get on. Mm -hmm. And my uh, grandchild said, Grandma, I want to wash your hair. I said, well, honey, you got to wash it. Hurry up and just let it go because I got to get on centralized moment. <laughs> so I thank God for all of you and, and thank you all. And I wish all of you a happy, safe, and prosperous 2021. Amen. So well said, you know, and, and you just you just touched on something. Um, I wanted to um, read this little thing I ran across in the thing that today says, we are not redeemed simply to console ourselves in the spirit, but to be a hand extended to the unchurched and the hurting. People yes. today are looking for peace in their lives. Yes. As believers in Christ, we know that Jesus is the answer. But if it is of no consequence if we do not get the message to people who really need to hear it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really yeah. need to hear it. You know, and I, I just think that is just so profound. And I just thank you so much for sharing that, Martha. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Anybody else? So y'all know I'm a cry baby. All I gotta do, <laughs> yeah, know, you know, me too. <laughs> Karen, as you have said, God allow us to come to this time for a reason, and it yes. is. I believe it's for us to examine ourselves and to to see who to to see to reconcile ourselves back to Him, and those of us who who have not known him, he's allowing us, affording them this time. Mm -hmm. And um, Cassandra, you mentioned, um, you know, um, learning about who you are. Um, God allowed me to have an empty nest during this pandemic. And um, he was speaking to me about, you know, you've spent so many years just giving, giving, giving. And um, you come home and children and the husband and just wash, cook and clean and, you know, meet everyone's need. And yeah. now it's your time. You know, this is, this is, this is the relationship. Now we're going to renew our relationship, just the two of us. And um, it has been awesome. He has, he has brought me back to where I was before all of this, um, a good distraction that came into my life. <laughs> and um, I am just enjoying this intimacy with him. It's, it's, it's a renewing and I, a refreshing. And I just, I bless the Lord. Mm -hmm. And one thing, um, when you were showing the slides and um, Cassandra, you touched on it. Karen got to tithing 
and she kind of skipped over that. <laughs> and a lot of people don't understand tithing as a part of ministry. It is a part of who you are. It's a part of your God's expectation from us. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it's, and it can be a stumbling block. It can be a hindrance mm-hmm. for some people and they, you know, not realizing it. I mean, financially it can be and in many other areas because when, he, when you open up yourself to him in every area of your life, then he comes in into every area. Mm-hmm. We have to um, be mindful of, of, you know, when we commit to God totally, it has to be total commitment. Mm-hmm. And I just bless the Lord for that. Amen. You said that about tithing, you know, I remember, you know, one time my daughter told me, I can't afford the tithe. And I told her, you can't afford not to. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> you can't afford not to. Yes. So, you know, don't tell yes. me. I can't afford the tithe. You can't afford not to. So, yeah, I did kind of skip over that kind of fast. But, yeah. It was very important. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It is ministry. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Giving back to God. That's yeah. right. Because you wouldn't even have that job <laughs> if it wasn't for him. If we don't know how to be stewards of our time, that shows you're not good steward of your money. You're not good steward in other areas. It's stewardship. It's, it's, it all connects together. And it's yes. easy for those yes. of us who love to give. If that's your, a part of your gift, that's mm-hmm. natural. But for some others, you may have to work at it. You know, you may have to be taught how and to see the fullness of it. Because it's not dollar for dollar. You, you understand what I'm saying? But you're going to wake up in the morning. Lord, I thank you. You know, sickness didn't hit you today. Lord, I thank you. And this is a part of the us. Mm-hmm. That's right. so much. Okay. Thank you. Anyone else have any comments? Hi, Karen. That's right. When, when we talk about the uh, pandemic and what it really gave us was quietness. If you notice all of that busyness and all of that noise all went away, it gave us a time to listen because you were in your house, you were confined to your house, to your home, to wherever it is that you live and there was nothing going on, quietness. And in the still of those moments, that's when, that's when, Right. You start, you start hearing, hearing the Lord, and it, because He started, He started manifesting and speaking to your Holy Spirit, and he, and they, and they connect, mm-hmm. and 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 you just, you think about things like, well, wait a minute, why am I, why am I worrying about this? I can't, and do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's out of my hands. I can't do anything. So why don't I take in what the Lord is giving me? to show me that he has all power That's and right. that I can't do nothing without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I think about this and I think about even the streets were quiet. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything was just quiet. And that's what I, that's my takeaway. And you know, we talk about, we don't have to go to no meetings. <laughs> but God, <laughs> putting on all that, yeah, it's a lot, it's lot of different things that has tamed us down. <laughs> you know, just, and I'm loving it. I, I thank God for it. I'm loving it because um, I've seen a new me. I've seen a new me, you know, even if I didn't want to spend the time and nobody had to force me 
you know, and it, it makes me want to just dwell more, dwell more. I look forward to the quiet days. I don't have to go. Mm -hmm. I don't know where to go. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In that, Karen, it just reminds you of what really is important, didn't it? That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. What's really That's right. important. Right. What's really going on? Okay. You know, what, what, what is really important? Because some things now we like, we had would have died if we didn't make it to that event or that this or that, that. And now you're like, oh, uh, I'll take Bible study. And, you know, I, I'll go for, you know, um, what's really important? What's important to you? What, what is it worth to you? That's right. You know, yeah. You get it. All righty. So thank you so much. Um, do you have your hand up? I thought I saw her. Actually, yes. Um, hi, everybody. Excuse the way I look. I've been in the house for two days. But I must say this. Um, the pandemic in the Washington, D.C. area where I live made me look at things totally different, okay? And I was going to work, and I'm essential because of what I do. I'm an engineer, but I'm assigned to the NSA on uh, the CIA. Well, shh, not supposed to know that. But anyway. So I had to carry papers with me in case I got stopped to show that I had a reason to be out beyond the curfew. But what, it, what really made me look at things so differently and maybe I was just so naive and all my being busy, I didn't take time to pay attention. The number of homeless people just really bothered me. One day I went to the post office and I saw a lady laying next to the building and I said, is she asleep? Then I said, and I was on the phone talking to my friend. I said, this lady is asleep. It's like 10 o'clock. He said, Venetia, she's homeless. And so I said, homeless? So then he took me around and showed me, and I don't know where you live, but in some of the bridges, in the metropolitan area, you have overpasses where people were sleeping underneath. And I saw all these grocery carts and with plastic bags and they would sleep there because they were afraid to stay in shelters. They said, because people would steal the little bit of belongings that they have. And then of course I went to Capitol Hill and there's so many homeless people right near Capitol Hill, not far from the White House. So I prayed and I'm still praying and what I'm hoping that God will do will grant me an opportunity to start a foundation to help homeless people because there's no reason for anybody to be homeless. You know, and I, I'm like, I throw away food and I said, somebody may can eat this. And I'm talking about the clothes I don't want. And that's probably somebody's clothes. And I know when I was Grand Worthy Matron, I had this project. It was called Cold Feet Warm Hearts. And I told everybody to come and bring socks. And I delivered to different organizations in within the metropolitan area. And someone, you know, one of the guys uh, told me, he said, these socks are somebody's shoes because if you can't afford shoes, you'll put on several pairs of shot of socks. 
So I thank God, believe it or not, for opening my eyes and letting me realize that there's so much work that needs to be done. And if I can make a difference in somebody's life, I'm going to do it. You know, it takes a village and I'm willing to start another tribe to help somebody. And that's all I have to say. Amen. And you, and you just touched right on a centralized moment. The focus. The focus. <laughs> yeah. And that has been the focus of a centralized moment. Um, we, we started out focusing on domestic violence victims, but as this COVID expanded on, we realized that this is a centralized moment. And the focus is more than, it's everybody that needs help. And, and you, you just, and if you, if you must have been in my, our Sunday school lesson this morning, and it said, I'm, and I'm gonna read this real quick for you. And I want you to just listen on what you just said. It says, I want us to do something about these poor folk who stand around on our street corners. I know you say, but pastor, if we give them money, they'll buy booze and drugs. Let me tell you, I would buy booze too if I hadn't showered in a month, hadn't had fresh socks and underwear for two weeks, hadn't had a proper sleep in five days and hadn't had a proper meal in two days. We must do something. And you, and you just spoke it we, all over. That's, that is a, another reason why a centralized moment, the focus, <laughs> we are coming together to help those that need help. We see homeless people, you talk about Washington DC in the, the, the nation's capital, where all these folks with all this money is running around here. Why we got people sleeping on the streets? We got homeless shelters in Charleston, South Carolina. We get, we're the number one tourist attraction. And you walk down certain mm -hmm. streets in here mm -hmm. and you stepping over people mm -hmm. that are living in the streets. And we try to wonder why. God is trying to open our eyes to tell us somebody got, has to do something. Somebody has to do something. And we all homeless people are not drug addicts and alcoholics and, and no they're no. they're 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 really they're educated people who are one check away from being evicted there are people yeah. who um something happened in their home whether it was cancer or something and wiped right, them out right. there, there are people who have great jobs and sleep in their cars you know that homelessness does not just attach itself to a situation, or should I say, in a certain situation in your life, it can come from many different ways. Mm -hmm. So you know, sometimes folks are, ooh, ooh, it's not that. You can be at work right now, working beside someone who is homeless. That's right. So it, it is a, it's a real situation that's dear to my heart because you don't, you don't, you know what homeless, tell me what it looks like. You start, when you begin to see so many people, you know, I had a job and I lived in a shelter. What does it look like? Four kids and I was in a shelter. What does it look like? So what we think homelessness look like is not always the real picture. And I, I think mm -hmm. Ms. Besselou for bringing that out. Whatever it is you you feel the need, God is calling you to do something. Yes, and that's why that that came to your to your spirit, because it's up to you to what 
to do something. Call to proclaim. <laughs> Call to serve. <laughs> Call to do whatever it is you got to do. But God put that in your spirit. So, and just think about when th what this virus is doing to people losing their jobs. Folks are going to be losing their homes. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to get a little bigger here in the near future. We pray not. We pray not. But yeah, people are evicting people every day. Uh, yeah, that got deep. <laughs> All righty. Anyone else? Can I just say one thing? I'm sorry I got on late. Uh, but as Karen said, we talked a lot about uh, being called. And we've been talking about that in our quarterly from, from church school. And one of my other sisters and I were talking about wanting to, because I've had it in my spirit that I need to do something. Um, I'm involved in lots of organizations and um, doing things in the community, voter registration, but COVID has opened my eyes to know that if each one of us can touch one person, can do something for one person at a time. We don't need to be connected to organizations that try to help groups of people because everybody is not part of an organization. But each of us as children of God, serving others, if we just picks one person a day, and I read this in my devotions one, one morning. You know, the prayer was to ask God to put one person in my life that I could do something for. Like Cassandra said, you, you know, just talk to some one person. Just listen to one person, but each one of us can make such a difference in this world. And that's what God wants us to do. Each one of us individually to reach out in our communities and what Valencia is talking about. Those are the kind of things that we just have to decide that that's what we are going to do and just do it. Be bold, just do it, just go out, pray. Pray to God to direct us, to guide us, each one of us individually to do something for someone else. Amen. Our lives. Amen. And, I, and, I, and I thank you for that count. And I'm gonna be very brief because I know it's past nine o'clock, but, um, and just like she's saying, you know, you gotta help somebody. Um, and I don't know how many of you know that um, a centralized moment has a, a house that we're renovating for the purpose of helping, um, well, it started out as a purpose to help domestic violence victims. And it ended, it was, it's, we, we are renovating it to make it a woman's center. And the plan was to have a closed closet 
um, resources, resources, a conference room, uh, uh, what you call internet cafe where a woman can come in and use the internet, look for jobs and da 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 da. And we had, I said that we were gonna leave one bedroom set up in the event of an emergency. Look at God. And over the summer, well, no, over the Christmas holiday, right two weeks before Christmas, we're having painting done. The house is still not complete, ready for the center. I got a call from a young lady that says to me, do you know somebody that will rent a room for somebody that's fleeing? And I was like, well, and Cassandra said, well, I'll let them come to my house because you know, then she thought about it and she said, well, I got the kids, da, 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 make a long story short. And we said that we had that wine room we were going to set up in the event of the emergency. So we ended up picking the young lady up. She had slept in her car on the beach for the first night. She drove from Chicago, Illinois to Charleston, South Carolina. She slept in her car on that Thursday night on the beach. She slept in her car on that Friday night on a park. And by the time I got to her on Saturday afternoon, she didn't know where she was going. Long story short, ended up, Cassandra and I talked about it. We were able to get her into a hotel for a couple of nights, had some people donated some money to get her in a hotel for another couple of nights. And here I am trying to figure out where is this young lady going to go? And when I went to help her to check into the hotel, she had everything that she owned in a plastic container mm. and packed in the back of her car. And I'm looking at her and I'm saying, she said, I just grabbed everything that I owned and I fled. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh Lord, what are we gonna do? And God spoke to my spirit and he said, you said emergency. This is an emergency. The house wasn't finished. The house, we're still doing painting and stuff. Like that. And I, I explained to her, I said, we have a room in the house. If you could stay, want to stay until you can get yourself together, we open the door. And she's been in there for a couple of, a couple of weeks, almost three weeks. Now she's gotten them to transfer her job. And so we're just, you know, playing it day by day, month by month and trying to assist her. And, and what maybe, you know, tell them what Carolyn said, help, help one person, but you, you know, and I kept saying, God said, this is an emergency. What you think this is? You can't be worried about the house need painting. You got this bedroom, you got the shelter, you got someplace warm, where this young lady could stay. And so she's there and she's still, and we're still working with her, trying Amen. to get her to, and get Hallelujah. her to, she's gonna be able to be on her own. Um, she's, she's working a part-time job, was able to get a job transferred. So she's working part-time now and she's trying to, but in the meantime, you know, we're there. So, you know, just mm -hmm. pray for us. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes stopped everything in the house and I told her you know we coming back and forth in there because you know we're still doing some work but she's not concerned about she's got a warm a warm bed she's got heat 
got water. She's got, you know, internet, you know. And she's safe. And she's safe, you know. That's and right. So we're, you know, we're, we're thanking mm -hmm. God for his, for his mercies. No, 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 go, 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 go. Peace of mind. Um, right now, she probably um, just needs a job. Yeah. <laughs> a real job, you know, because um, we're, um, you know, just What type to... of work? Well, she told me she was working with special needs kids. Um, so she's signed up trying to do substitute <gasps> teaching. And she's working right now at FedEx um, in packing and... She's doing 20 hours a week at FedEx. So yeah. I thought I had a go by. <laughs> yeah. I also agree, I think in journalism. Um, yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. So she she's a writer by, you know, yes. that's what she she likes to do. I just want to say one thing and I'm going mute. Carolyn was so right when she said being bold. Our sermon today was living bold in 2020, meaning mm -hmm. stepping out, doing some bold things for God in the year 2021. We, we, we gotta be bold with this. To be bold. Know, being bold to do what God wants us to do. Mm. Good point, Carolyn, good point. Well, Car this Venice again, do you want me to cash up her some gas money? Cause if she's trying to look for a job, she's gonna need some money for her car and um, get around. You can if you want. Um, Centralized Moment has a cash app, and we'll make sure that she gets it. Um, it's dollar sign Centralized Moment. Yeah, and you know, just keep praying for us. You know, we we working it. You know, and um, making sure that she's you know safe. And you know, I'm telling her, you know, you just got to keep this stuff. You know. Yeah. On a down low and stuff like that, but no. open privilege. She, you know, we have cameras in the house and everything, so we're trying to keep her as safe as possible and stuff like that. But yeah, but that 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 was the purpose. We didn't we didn't intend to have to open it up that fast, but guess what? God said, "What you think is an emergency? What you waiting on?" <laughs> and so you know, we just <laughs> so she's there. So yeah, what a blessing. Mm, yes. The cash app, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, dollar sign centralized moment. All righty. Thank you, y'all. And you know, more to come on that. You know, we 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 we're trying to um, open up the center and and get it situated. And we we you know we didn't want to advertise a lot about it because. If we're going to be working primarily with domestic violence victims, we have to kind of keep it on the down low because we don't want people to know where people are, you know, um, and that that location is just going to be something until they can transition into something else. Yes. You know, we, we can't do long term and um, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. But but the plan of centralized yeah. moment okay, is to build a 72 bed facility, Benicia. <laughs> and we're looking at that. We're looking at trying to build a facility Stop. where we could house homeless and domestic violence victims. Okay. 
Primarily. Yes. Grandma, is that Auntie Patsy? Yeah, that's Auntie Patsy. Hi, Auntie Patsy. <laughs> 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 to Miss uh, Venetia. Yes. I have a, a niece that lives in your area. She is a grant writer and she oh. has founded many um, entrepreneurs in your area. Wanted to start okay. you know, nonprofits. Okay. Okay. She used, she used to work on Capitol Hill. Oh, gosh. Denise, I'll get you Peggy's number if you don't Please, mind. Please, you text it to me. Text okay. it, and I'm going to send you this money. Okay. Bless Thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. she, can help, she can help you get started. Thank you so much. Thank you. Look yep. at God, working it out. If anybody in this area here know of any grant writers and stuff, you know, we, we but we do have a, um, I don't know if, is um, Malia, oh yeah, Malia's still on the line. We, we, we have a new employee coming on board tomorrow that's gonna help us get some grants written. <laughs> All right. That's wonderful. We got a new employee that's gonna help us do some things for a centralized moment, the focus is you. And uh, we're looking forward to welcoming her forward tomorrow. And she's a godsend to us. Yes, God. Oh, yes, she is. Anybody that has any expertise in anything that you want to share with a centralized moment, the focus is you. We've got the 501c3 status. We're a nonprofit. We're um, LLC and um, nonprofit um, centralized moment. And all of our stuff has been patented and copyrighted. And we're trying Trade to find things for for the Lord. Amen. So, yeah. So and 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 all you guys are part of this, and because your encouragement keeps us moving, and keeps us going, and keeps us motivated to you know just do the things that God would have us to do. So I thank you. Um, excuse me, Karen, this is Rosalind. To you and Dr. Cassandra Wilms, I congratulate you both because I'm a social, a social service worker here in the state of Delaware, and that's what I do every day, five days a week. Mm. You got some expertise too, Ms. Rosalind. I'll be calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. Yeah, I, I have seven years with social service. Okay. So anything you need, just let me know. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah. Amen. We, we, we fed the, the homeless on Thanksgiving Day and the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and we took food to the homeless shelter, hot food. Pat, Cassandra, and my daughter and I, and we fed them out of the, the trunk of Cassandra's car. <laughs> yeah, but they Amen. were great. There's a lot of them out there. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, you know, the weather has been a low water cold. Yeah. It's cold. Mm -hmm. But they, they have opened up a warming center in Charleston when it goes below 30 degrees, but they have to be out by 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. They let them sleep at night. But then you can't touch everybody because, you know, there some people, if you don't live in the pro proximity of the city, how are you going to get to the warming center? <laughs> But then they did offer free bus rides. But then if you're not on the bus link, but, but they're out there. But, you know, it, it, it's sad, but it's true. And we're going to bless the Lord to 
the, the help us to do some miracles for some people. Amen. And keep praying for us that we can be a service to those out there that need it. Mm, thank you, Lord. Oh yeah, y'all. We on talk nine twenty two. Um, Martha, you still on this line? Yes, I'm here. Okay. I'm gonna ask you to close us out. Somebody told me you can put down uh, uh, a <laughs> strong prayer. So oh, well. close out and, uh, I anyway, certainly will. I got, um, I think it was Peggy that talked about it's your time. We've been waiting to play that song, so. Okay, yes, okay. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you just to say thank you, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to leave 2020 and come into 2021. And Father God, we ask that you will continue to keep us and guide us because you're sovereign God. We know you can do all things because you are God all by yourself. We thank you for our ups and for our downs, Lord. We thank you for the good times and for the bad times because we know all of our good days outweigh our bad days and we will not complain. Father God, we thank you for this forum, for a centralized moment, for such a time as this, Lord. And Father God, as we go throughout the year, Lord, we will just go loving you and sharing that love with somebody else because you never know what a blessing you might be to someone else. And Father God, we ask that you would just lead us keep us and guide us and jesus name i pray with thanksgiving amen 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 thank you so amen. much you're welcome amen <laughs> Enjoyed it again. Yes. Good night, all. Good night. Good night. Good night, all. Good night, ladies. Good night. Now it's your time to be blessed. And for your faithfulness, it's your time. You've been faithful. You've been true. And you've been
believe that 
I truly believe that. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's real time. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Good night. Good night, Good night. everyone. Thank Good you night. so much.